0: Dave is here. He is in charge of marketing for Brew Detroit. Dave, we've had you in before. Welcome back. It feels like it wasn't that long ago, but really it was like two years ago. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I think
1: like the whole last year uh, blur, of whatever that was, um... Yeah, it, it, I actually was just telling someone, I was like, I feel like I was just there. Uh, yeah. we, we came in and we did an interview here and we started talking about Cloud 19. And uh, yeah, it, it does feel like it wasn't that long ago.
0: Yeah, a lot of people aren't counting 2020 when you hear that you talk about stuff that happened last year. It's like, oh, that doesn't even count.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just... 2020 B now, right. is that where, where <laughs> we're in? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Um, So Brew Detroit has been doing big things. You make one of my favorite beers, Cloud 19, and let's talk about that first because that is going to be our craft beer of the month. It should be the craft beer of the year, really. I mean, it is so amazing, especially when I can find it really fresh. Um, Talk about Cloud 19 and its evolution.
1: Uh, Cloud nineteen started in February of two thousand nineteen. We started off with a really small batch just for the tap room. We just wanted to try out our hand at a New England style uh, India Pale Ale, and w- this is the recipe we came up with. We actually came up with the concept of what we wanted it to be before we even came up with the name Cloud nineteen. So we had this huge list of names of what we wanted to do, wanted to do with it, um, based on you know what we. One of this the beer to actually come out as so we wanted a pillowy mouthfeel. feel we wanted to be you know have some tropical fruit uh, profiles and okay. so that's when we started working through the recipe you know adding uh, adding two of our favorite hops uh, Hollertal Blanc uh, which is kind of what gives you that white wine like finish uh, like a little bit of a dry white wine finish uh, and then Mosaic and that's where you're going to get your tropical fruit from so you get the tropical fruit first and then the the beer finishes with a almost like a white wine type finish. Uh, and then you got slight bitterness uh, with this one. Uh, that's where the 19 comes from in Cloud 19. Cloud 19 only has 19 IBU, International Bittering Units, um, so it's not super bitter. Uh, my favorite time to have Cloud 19 is about three weeks after it's packaged, whether it's in draft or in cans. For some reason, to me, it pulls back a little bit uh, on the bitterness, um, and then you get more of the, the aroma and flavors from the dry hopped, Uh, mosaic and hot block
0: and you guys are making it uh, with pineapple now as well you've got a different uh, 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 cloud 19 version 2.0 with pineapple
1: yeah well technically it's like 3.0 because what we did uh, when we released we had a big party in july of 2019 to release cloud 19 in cans you can now get it in four packs of 16 ounce cans Uh, and we actually did a blackberry version and the blackberry version was delicious um but with the BlackBerry version, we had like some separation as far as like the actual BlackBerry, uh, which wasn't bad if you like to chew on your beer, uh, which I do. Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't terrible. Like it's just some people have this issue with like uh, you know with texture, I guess. Okay, I uh, didn't
0: I didn't get a chance to try that one. So it was w- super small. Tell me what well, like what was you, you're kind of alluding to? There was like an issue with it. No, For, no,
1: no issues. There was, no. there was the only I guess if you want to call it an issue, air quotes, uh, was that uh, it, it just separated after you let it sit in your glass for a little bit.
0: But then you just tipped the can upside down and then put yeah, it right side totally up. And fine. Then, okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you let it sit in your glass, it would still separate, but oh. at the same time, it's like it, there was no flavor issues. We meant was, to do that. Yeah, we totally meant <laughs> to do that. Uh, so what we did was we were like, all right, what is a better fruit that we can do this with uh, that if it is separated, you won't uh, be able to tell. You won't be able to tell. And we are like, pineapple. Yeah. Pineapple. Is delicious. A lot of people love pineapple. Uh, pineapple goes great in New England IPAs as well because it has that tropical fruit flavor to it. So uh, we thought it would play really well with the Hallertau Blanc and the Mosaic Ops, uh, and it turns out it did. People love it.
0: I do want to touch on this. Um, so when I get Cloud 19, sometimes I'm not going to name a store, but sometimes I'll go to a certain store and maybe I, I look at the date. I always look at yeah. the date because you want it to be as fresh as possible. Yeah. A couple months old, not a big deal, sure. but if you see it and it's like it was brewed last October, it's like, oh my God. like. This is not going to taste the same. And I know that, but not everybody that would try your beer, like if somebody's going to get that for the first time, I almost want to take it and hide it so nobody buys it. Because I'm like, they're going to get the wrong impression of what yeah. cloud 19 is. How do we fix that problem? Because it seems like it's become more of a problem because more of these hazy IPs are getting out of the market and certain stores don't check dates.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really weird... Um uh, it's a really weird situation that, obviously, breweries get into. Um, and if we're not able to move the freshest, you're, you're absolutely right. We always want the freshest to be out there. We want people to be buying the freshest. Um, before I get into the uh, that situation, just so it's out there, uh, we flash pasteurize almost everything that we do. Um Usually it's the smaller batch stuff that we don't flash pasteurize, and then we also run it through a centrifuge, uh, which that cleans it up a little bit. But also doing flash pasteurization, you're usually getting an extra, you know, depending on what the style is, you know, two months uh, or, you know, for a lager or something like that, you're probably looking at extending it to like a nine to 12 month period. So instead of your normal six months that you get out of a lager, you're doubling your life expectancy when you start running it through a fast uh, flash pasteurizer or pasteurizing it uh, and uh, you know, the traditional way by warming up the beer and, and cooling it back down right away. So, so we're
0: increasing the, the shelf life, is yeah. what you're saying.
1: Yeah, so it's a little bit different. Uh, it's not much different. So, you know, you're, you're probably looking at Six months, okay. maybe um, something like that. Eight months, um, if, uh, if if you're lucky. Um, if it's kept even cold. on the IP, if it's kept cold, right. And this is flash pasteurization, keeping it cold. Uh, it's in a can. Uh, bottles are a little bit different because you get uh, any time of any any kind of light or oxygen is going to kill your beer. So in a can, it's going to be much better because there's zero light whatsoever. Right. Even in a brown bottle. Um, if it's not in a box or something like that, um, there's still light that can get to it. Um, so uh, it just depends on a few different factors, right? So uh, there is a good chance that you're still going to get a pretty decent beer, Um even though it has a little bit longer than what people expected to. So yes. what
0: you're telling me is don't be afraid of the beers that are that might have that are maybe the IPAs that are maybe six months old. Like for you guys anyway, for Cloud Nineteen, yeah. If it's six months old, don't let that scare you. Me. Try it
1: out. So what what I, we found because we do tasting panels all the time at Brew Detroit. So we we uh, we have you know five or six brewers sit around and make sure that uh, they're doing like little tasters of whatever we have in our library to go back you know to these beers um, you know whether it's you know last year even a year old and see what it see what it's tasting like. Most of the time, the first thing that we notice on Cloud Nineteen is that it, you'll get more of a a, a malt uh, flavor to it. Uh, the malt profile comes out a little bit more than what the hops do. The hops are going to fall off. You know, you're probably looking at hops falling off. At, you know, and when I say falling off, I don't mean they're completely gone. Uh, you know, you're looking at. You know, three months, four months, um, five months. You're starting to get into a little bit more of a multi flavor, but you should still be able to taste at least the mosaic hops. And then six months, you're getting into you know probably definitely a, a more multi flavor profile. Um, now, uh, going back to the stores, you know they can they move the the stuff as quickly as they can, um, and uh, and it, and if they don't, there are people who are out there that are still buying the stuff. The crazy thing is like. People are, uh, you know, when people grab like a hop slam or something like that, there are some people that like to hold on to hop slam. They buy a ton of it and will hold on to it and drink it the entire year until the next time it comes out the following year. Yeah, that's completely up to those people. Like I, I can't tell if I can't tell anybody how to drink their beer. What, what to, I wouldn't do that, my personally, you know, I want to drink it the freshest there is. Even oh, with
0: Founder CBS, I I used to hold on to stuff like that, and you know, I. I I had found that the maple syrup would go away, and then I'm like, well, what the hell? Why am I buying beer and then just holding on to it? Like, buy it and drink it. So now I buy it and I drink it, and yep. then it's gone, and, I, and then I buy more. When I'm Yeah, gone, I have gone.
1: very little in my cellar. Sometimes it's just to see what happens to a beer, and I don't expect it to be to get better. this phenomenal thing. Uh, that's, you just want to see it. Yeah, uh, you just want yeah, to check it out, right. uh, see what happens. And, um, you know, most of the time it turns out okay. It's definitely different from when you have it when it's fresh, but, um, you know... People, people are going to do whatever they want with their beer because, um, you know they can. And you know, but I think fresh
0: is best. I'm done yeah, with holding on to beer. I used to have a basement 100%. full of beer, not anymore. I'm like, yeah. man, they've already aged it. What the hell am I doing? Get yeah. KBS and it's drink already, it.
1: it. <laughs> it's already been in a barrel for a year. Uh, I mean, sometimes younger, longer. You know what I mean. Uh, we just did. Uh, uh, this was before the sh- uh, we did the the last show. Um, but in 2020 we released a barrel aged beer in Willet Sour Mash barrels called Depth, and Depth is now going to be a year yearly release. Uh, what we do is we age that in barrels for 9 to 12 months, depending on last year is more like 9 months, I believe. We're going to try to get a little bit longer this year. Uh, but that's going to be a yearly release in October. So, yeah, drink it fresh. Keep it if you want to keep it. Uh, it's completely up to you how you want to do it. I like to drink it fresh. I held on to a bottle just so I could see, you know, we're, it's going to be completely different barrels this year, too. This year we have 8-year Elijah Craig barrels. Okay. So it's going to be an Elijah Craig barrels instead of Willet barrels. So yeah, it's it's going to be different.
0: Brew Detroit has gotten in the sel- in the seltzer game in the past. Is that something? Are you guys committed to something long term with that, or was that the breakfast seltzers s- seltzers that you released? Was that just a one off?
1: So breakfast seltzers were part of. Um, we have a couple other uh, companies or uh, that that we operate at Brew Detroit. So uh, Great America Beverages is a company that has a few different products. One of those products is uh, like a moonshine alternative. So instead of distilling uh, spirit, a distilled spirit, it's more of like a brewed process. And those come in mason jars. They're 28 proof. Comes in, uh, you know, nine different flavors, five year round. Um, and you can find those at stores all over the place. Uh, usually right around like five bucks a jar. Right for normal sized mason jars. Yep. Then you got breakfast seltzer, which uh, came in three flavors. Uh, It was coffee, Bellini, and mimosa. Uh, Now those were under the Great American name, not specifically Brew Detroit. Done at Brew Detroit, not Brew Detroit brand. Um, So uh, there are ideas floating around of what uh, we're actually going to do next with that. Nothing is solidified just yet. There are, uh, we've gone down the road of uh, different flavors and different packages and stuff like that. Uh, we've done taste tests and we've done all, all of our R and D on this first run that we ended up doing and putting out for these, uh, the you know variety 12 pack. And then uh, so we're going to go uh, take a look at what uh, what's next for us as far as that goes. And then uh, we'll see. Uh, there's not a definitive timeline on when that's going to come out, though. Okay. So, but that um, is
0: that is uh, the hot thing right now, right? Seltzers. Sure. Everybody's doing yeah. the seltzers.
1: Um, yeah, I'm actually really glad uh, that we didn't go that down that road with broody trade brand because what we did instead is we started to really go back to traditional styles of beer uh to where we have you know like camp and beer camp and beers are american Blondale. it's just a straight up american Blondale. no no other additions to it it's just a straight up american Blondale. ale nice clean beer five percenter that uh that you can drink next to a campfire while you're going down the you know canoeing down the river whatever you're doing camping or just sitting in your backyard it's basically one of those beers that could be you know anything beer so uh, yeah
0: why have separate companies for the for the separate types of alcohol then i mean it, it's it, you guys want to separate yourselves sure. from the seltzers you want to keep brewed to try beer why is that
1: um, That was so, the the moonshine alternative was the very first product that we got under i remember great, you guys un, had under under just great great developed america. that when yep. you came in Yep, so under great america um that was what we did. Instead of putting it with the Brew Detroit name, um we went more with the the Great America beverages because we were a little bit it was a little bit easier to go that route uh for a few different reasons. One was distribution out of state. Um and then the second one is uh you know the brew Detroit name we found that it's difficult to go so far outside of the state of Michigan without people uh, being like, yeah, I really want to try Brew Detroit, um, you know, uh, just just from the name Detroit, right? So if we go into like Chicago or we go into Cleveland or anything like that, uh, there's, uh, you know, a stigma, I guess. D- Detroit, Detroit sports, Detroit, you know, what's going okay. on in Detroit, that type of thing. So um, it makes it difficult to really have a really good push because just because. Just like you, if
0: there was any beer that had Ohio in its name here, I would probably take a pee on it. So I understand what you're saying. That's what you mean.
1: Yeah, and that's that's kind of like... <laughs> we didn't want to give it that chance, right? So right. that's, you okay. know, Great America Beverages. Now we're, oh, now we're national instead of, you know, yep. regional. Um, so I think there is there is definitely still room to move outside of the state with the Brew Detroit name. Um, but with the that these specific products, we needed them to not uh, move slowly. So okay. we needed to move very quickly with them. So that's kind of the route we went.
0: Um, there... This, I don't even know how you pronounce this. I just heard about this not that long ago. Uh, is it Smooge? Smooge. The line of hard seltzer smoothies yeah. uh, released by uh, Troubadou? Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Which is a sister company to Holmes Brewing out of Ann Arbor. Yeah. I haven't tried this stuff yet, but it looks delicious. So it's a hard seltzer smoothie. So it's it looks thick like orange juice.
1: Yeah. Uh, my favorite is Pini Colada, um, they have strawberry banana as well. Um, which I love strawberry banana smoothies, but for some reason I like the pina colada more than I like the strawberry banana one. I just think it's more like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, they use real fruit, right? So it's, um, you get all of those, that real fruit flavor like you would in a smoothie. Um, it's got like a, a slight carbonation to it. Um, just like a seltzer. Um, but the flavor profile is, is Will blow your mind the first time you the first time you drink it, um, if you like that type of thing, right? So if you're into trying new things, I would definitely try uh, anything that Smooge is putting out. Uh, it looks amazing. I mean, it's uh, the s- same people, uh, mostly the same people over at Holmes Brewery. And if you know anything about Holmes Brewery, they they don't really put it out put out anything that's terrible. So um, I didn't expect anything different when they put this stuff out. Um, it's a very uh, Innovative uh, product in the times we're living now, as far as you know what uh, seltzers are and beer is. Um,
0: I didn't know that there were any ideas left, honestly. And then yeah. I heard about this, I'm like, oh my god, there is somebody oh, is <laughs> coming out with a new thing. I didn't know that there were any ideas that hadn't been touched yet.
1: Well, the unfortunate thing is sometimes these ideas aren't really that great either. Uh, so, like putting glitter in beer. Uh, when that oh. tre- when that trend happened, uh, I was re- really happy that it kind of like fizzled away. Um, not so much with like the brute IPA. So the brute IPA, uh, some people would use like champagne yeast to get that really dry, uh, like brute um, uh, back end to it. Uh, you know that hasn't died. People are still doing that, but it didn't move as quickly as what they thought it was uh, when it first came out. They were like, "Okay, this is the next New England style IPA." We did one. We had one called Electro Brute, Right when it, when we started canning stuff, uh, we haven't we haven't done Electro Brute in a while now. So, um, you know, there are certain trends that happen that stick. Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows what the consumer is going to grab onto, but. Um, you're just gonna try something. Uh, they didn't come out full full force and smooge uh, you know they they released these things slowly at homes and and really listen to the people and uh, now now that they just uh, launched in California. You know they're in California now. <laughs> well, I don't know if they have sent stuff, but they're now approved in California. Oh, okay. So um, they're doing a lot of work to get this thing out there nationally already. Well, I see um, a lot of
0: people trading for it in the beer groups. People are like begging for it.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm pretty so, sure I can just.
0: I'm pretty sure we can just get it around here. Is it really that difficult to find? I haven't. No, man. You, you,
1: uh, you can go to Kroger and pick that stuff. Oh up.
0: my god. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Like it's, it's uh, like gold. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not. Um, it's not a rarity. The the market has seen that people want it and it's selling um, and it's doing really well I'm uh, uh I was first uh, kind of surprised but I was like oh man when I first heard that that's what they were doing with this stuff I was like this is gonna, this is gonna freak people out, and it's gonna take off like crazy. And it's that's exactly what happened. Yeah, using the uh, so real fruit. Tommy be- and Nick and everybody over at uh, at Smooj and, and Ryan and all those guys. Uh, Sarah, uh, I'm trying to think of everybody that I know. They're doing a really great job of making sure that they're getting it out to the getting it out to the market, and then not only getting out to the market, getting it out of state. And start, uh, you know, letting the rest of the country enjoy this stuff. They're
0: meeting the demand, and that's good. Yeah, yeah because otherwise, you're going to get all these beer traders, you know, reaping the benefits of their hard work. So it's good that they're expanding. That's cool. Uh, all right, Dave, we've hit on a lot of stuff here. Uh, what is next for beer, in your opinion? I mean, you know, seltzers are hot right now. Smooge is taking off. What's uh, what's next? Do we have any upcoming trends that you want to just go? Yeah, I think you know, I would bet on that to take off.
1: I uh. I touched on it a little bit ago, and it goes back to that cycle of beer drinkers. And I really think that the clean styles of uh, one, like your pilsners and Lagers, is going to really come back. Um, maybe not super strong, but it's definitely building back, and we can see that. you know, with the production that's coming outside and for our customers, and what we're doing as far as you know, Cerveza del Rey uh, at Brew Detroit—that's uh, still God, our God. That's n- such a great beer. When that's it's hot our number and sunny one. And- that's our number one beer. Uh, yeah. you know, even, even over cloud 19. Um, so, uh, we can see it in that trend. Um, it's the, it's the beer that we by far do the most of as far as volume, uh, barrelage uh, wise. Um, so uh, I think you go back to that and then you look at, you know, the going back to, uh, West Coast style IPAs, the, the clean crisp piney uh bitter version of uh of what the ipa was uh before you know it started switching over to new england style ipas i think uh i don't think it's going to be this new uh this new product if we're specifically talking about beer not just alcohol Uh, obviously smooge uh is light years uh ahead of uh you know the idea of what can be done with alcohol uh, but um, beer wise I think we're gonna we're basically just gonna start that cycle and then something might come in after that but I I, I don't see anything uh, in the future aside from like what's already been there yeah um, and if it would have everything that's out right now if it hasn't taken off like the New England style IPA it's probably going to just stay where it is right now yeah I, feel I think
0: like, I feel like the best beer that could be made has already been made. Like, I don't know that it can get better from here, but then, you know, people surprise us, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of really great brewers out there. Um, if anything, they're just going to make a really phenomenal style of or beer that's that's already a style yeah, that's already today exists, and right really, style. really blows somebody's mind and hopefully a lot of people and uh, they're able to, you know, capitalize on it
0: so many reasons to go to get out of your house and go do something because all the restrictions are being lifted brew detroit should be your first stop so check them out online brewdetroit.com for all your information dave thanks for coming by and we'll do it again soon
1: thanks for having me yeah